Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard. Alongside me, temporarily, it's Harry Ramage. Hello. Thank you, Matthew. It's good to be here. Yep. So I am uh, locked down. Harry's just chilling. Mitch, Mitch is still gallivanting around Sydney, so he's gone out on this. Uh, gone, I don't know what he's doing tonight, but he's, he's. We thought we'd do a quick little half-hour origin preview for you guys while we while we wait for the women's game to start. Um, that should be a cracker as well. Um, and yeah, so new listener to the show, Harry Ramage, uh, formerly of Fox Sports, um, video producer, writer, statistician, every job under the sun, one of the most knowledgeable rugby league guys you'll ever speak to. Uh, yeah, and and someone I'm proud to call a friend. Gee, a bit of a rap, mate. Well, you deserve it, mate. And the punters get very, very excited every time you do come on. I'm sure once they see featuring Harry Ramage on the little episode description, they will be rushing to have a listen as soon as possible. Um, but a team that's probably not rushing to get back out onto the field is the Queensland Maroons, who are absolutely shit-pumped. 50-6 to six in the first game of the series. And now, with it all on the line, They've rung the changes. Uh, we talked a lot about Reese Walsh on Tuesday's show, so we won't go too much into that, but he's not the only in. They've got Andrew McCulloch coming into the side at hooker. Um, Josh Papali returns. Frank Molo, as, as of time of recording, Frank Molo is in on the bench, and they've still got Cohen Hess and uh, Ronaldo Militalo lingering in that extended squad as well. So it has a lot of changes uh, for Queensland. Do you think it's pragmatic, or do you think it's more desperate? The the Walsh selection, desperate. Uh, I actually don't mind some of the other changes. I mean, like if Reed Marnie's fit, like Reed Marnie comes in and that makes their spine a bit stronger. Like I don't know where you where you go to for hookers after Reed Marnie and after mm-hmm. Harry Grant. Gets a bit thin after that. So you've just got to someone's got to put the jersey on, and that's what Queensland have done for years. You know, someone has to play at some point. Yep. Um, uh, the rest of those select, I think, you know, Molo's been great for the Cowboys this year. It was great for them last year yeah. in a bad side. Um, has probably earned his selection. Um, yeah, I, I would have maybe, I would have really thought about um, bringing Mulatalo onto the wing and, and staying solid with Holmes at fullback. Uh, I just think to put Reese Walsh in was just crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they might still do that, listeners. As a time of recording... Walsh is still the fullback. And Mitch said on Monday they could do exactly what Harry just said. But, I mean, it seems unlikely that they would do – I don't think Paul Green's the real smoke and mirrors type. I think if Wayne was the it's coach – It's a crook thing well, to do to a kid too. Well, yeah, actually, hey, if Wayne was going to select you in, in the fullback role. And, yeah, we're, ne- yeah. we're not going to play you, but you've got to pretend and act as if you're yeah, going to Yeah, no, they're not doing that. I'm, I'd be staggered at this point if he didn't play. Um but yeah, it, it seems it seems like Queensland are up against the wall. And I know we've said that a million times in the past, however many years. They're four dollars at the tab. That's really long odds, especially for a game that's at Suncorp, and especially given the preparation New South Wales have. Um, not much to analyze from the team on the other side. Jake Tavoyevich drops out of the team, um, and into the twenty come Dale Fanukan. Campbell Graham st- sticks around as well, and uh, Angus Crichton comes straight back into the team. Um, has you think that's the right move? Has to be right. Yeah, I think the side. I think the or side. Are you shocked that? I sorry. I'll pre. I'll re ask that. Are you shocked that Crichton's not starting? Um, no. Nah, I mean, like when you win by forty in a game, <laughs> it's it, it is quite hard to go. Yeah, look, we're we're going to change some. Things and Taxim's played pretty well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he was the big. Oh, that's an iffy selection, but he played the house down in the first game. 
I actually just think with Crichton in the side in general and Jake Chaboyevich out, they got better. Like that's, I mean, I mean, there's been a dearth of players New South Wales can select from and quite often they're, they've big-brained it in years gone by. But, yeah, I, I actually think this is the stronger side going up to Suncorp. And Freddie's never coached a winning side at Sun, Suncorp. I mean, it's right. only his fourth series, but still huh. this, this grew as not, like you know, the, the likes of Nathan Cleary's never won, never won an Origin game at Suncorp. Like none of these guys have. Like T- uh, Tedesco has, but like the others, that's no. that's mildly surprising. That's so very interesting. And yeah. I guess if Queensland are to have a chance, I think the 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 um, I guess the preparation that New South Wales have has has been. I mean, short of players being ruled out, is as bad as it could have been. I mean, we saw today it was reported that um, the Blues want to recruit a new medical team because their doctors are Nathan Gibbs, Paul Annett, and their physio, Travis Toomer, were denied entry into the state due to travel restrictions. Um, obviously, they're not players, but they're still probably important parts of the group. I mean, It's a weird situation. Yeah. yeah. It, it's quite strange. Very weird. And, and, it's, I, and this comes after, was it the, the Bulldogs had three players attend a hotel where someone ended up testing positive as well. It's been a bad week for rugby league in terms of COVID protocols. Do you think NRL physio could get a start as oh, on the medical staff for? Can the you Blues? imagine? Uh, he wouldn't be- betray his beloved maroons like that. I don't think a proud gimpy man wouldn't do it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's been a very weird, weird preparation, and I can't help but wonder that maybe if it wasn't Origin, they would think about postponing this game. Like if this was, say, the Roosters or Souths going up to Suncorp to play the Broncos. Would you? I wouldn't be 100% sure that this game was going ahead. 100% postponing it. Yeah, yeah. They, there's there's too many eyeballs. There's too many dollars at stake, and we've seen with a little bit of the uh, a little bit of the stuff over at the Euros. You know, you can have sixty thousand people at Wembley Stadium, but mum and dad can't go and watch their kids play sports. So, yeah, money does matter. Like we we have started to work that out. The longer this pandemic's gone. Um, the Blues coaching or the medical staff going out, you've just got to make the best of a bad, like an, an unusual situation. Um, just these things happen and develop so quickly that you've just, you know, you've just got to adapt. Like you just don't really have a choice, you know, to go, oh, bugger it. Well, that's going to, you know, I, you know, for the players to go, well, I need this physio because he, he knows what my soft tissue injuries are, you know, that I, you know, have a history of and stuff like that. Like, you you know you just got to put that all behind you for one game, um, and I th- and I think Freddie's the, the type of coach where he's a bit loose and see I don't think Craig Bellamy or someone like that would handle it all that well, but Freddie would just like yeah it's sweet like you know it's just a game of footy you know we'll be right like and yeah, I, I don't think it'll do too much to him just because of the the character that Freddie is. Um, you're saying before the price for Queensland at four dollars at Suncorp, like I didn't ever think I'd see that in my life. No, like like that is crazy. Um, and I was listening on radio this morning. Maddie Johns gave a really good summation about how over the forty years of Origin, Queensland have quite often dictated how the games are played and things like that. And when they're at their, they're, they're on their haunches and it's, you know, oh, it's Queensland against the world. They turn it into a torrid middle third battle. They, they get up in your face. They, you know, that never die, never say die attitude and pride cometh before the fall kind of thing. They do all that shit. And whereas like the blues have been a, 
They play majestic, beautiful, move the football. They play with plenty of width. And you saw that in game one and the Blues were able to dictate that style and they blew Queensland apart. But I just cannot see a repeat of that. I, I, I cannot for the life of me. Like, I'll be stunned if, it, if there's another you know big score line. I'd be absolutely stunned. What do you think Queensland, I mean, apart from everything, what specifically do you think they need to do better to um, prevent? I, I, I actually think the, I think the first thing they need to do, I think, you know, Welsh can't afford to get knocked out. That That's the first <laughs> one. Um, Big Papa is going to give them some really good minutes in that opening 20 to 25. And I think you've really just got to say to someone like, for Suamala Awi, hey, like, go nuts. Just when you get that ball, you know, look at Damian Cook and just run through, run straight through him and just try to get on the front foot. I know it's easier said than done, but the other thing that I think they probably can do better as well is they've got to test the referee. They've got to... With fifty thousand there, they put it up, put it on the ref. You're gonna, you're gonna blow six agains all night, and and as bad as it it is under the rules and the format of how the game's played now, but they almost have to get into a little bit of a game of chicken with the official. Yeah. It's like what well, Suncorp Sun Stadium? You're gonna call this? You know, yeah. I'm know. not square at marker. You're gonna call it? That's see, true. They have they have to test. In that opening ten minutes, they have to see what they can get away with, well, and if and if it loosens and if and if the rest doesn't call it, and sets the tone. Queensland can stand offside and do as they please, big equaliser. Then it's yep. game on. That's how they get into the contest, and it's we, bad to say, but that's just the way it is. No, I think I think that's totally fair. And we used to talk about, um, especially particularly in the mid two thousands when we worked together, we used to talk about what those blues teams had over those Maroons teams. And there was never all that much in the, especially in the back seven in quality, like the Maroons had them, had them every year, but we used to talk about the fact that the blues are a chance if their forward pack can really get on top. And whilst I don't yeah. think the Maroons pack is, is, is you know, is a, is a complete mismatch for the blues pack. Like we might've seen, you know, some, sometimes the poor gallon led forward packs, were just probably better on paper than those Queensland packs. But I think these two are pretty even, but that is a battle that Queensland really have to win. Right. Oh, they have to if, – if Jaira can get away with not being abused and stretched defensively, then something will have gone wrong for New South Wales because that's probably the chink in the armour in that forward pack. Not him running, not him on the attack. Like, there's no dramas there, but how well can he, how well can he move laterally? Mm. You know, he's going to have that, – that's, that's the Trebojevic edge. Yeah. How well can he can he read the play on the inside, or oh yep we can come up we can snuff it out or yep we've got a slide because you know they're shifting the ball kind of thing. How well can he do all of that? But um, yeah, like and you've got Kurt Catewell mm. defending on that edge as well. You know you've effectively got two back rowers. If it's if it's a game where they can somehow get in the arm wrestle and it's th- and it's middle third dominated. They get their kick chase on and they can compress that defensive line and, you know, keep keep the Blues coming off the line for 10 and 15 minutes at a time, coming off their own try line. 
that's when they might get, that's when they're going to be able to get into the contest. But you're really counting on Brian Toto not having 20 plus carries for some reason and just absorbing punishment and pushing through. There's a lot that has to go right for Queensland, and a lot that has to go wrong for New South Wales. But mm. the, the opening ten minutes really has to be about Queensland testing the waters to see what they can see what they can do to upset them and break them off their rhythm. Almost, it's yeah. yeah I, I, I just was... really worry about having Capewell, Jai Arrow on the inside of that. Mm. Um, and then you've got Munster as well. And Munster's, Munster's really underrated defensively. Like everyone talks about this wizard with the football, but yeah, like he's he's a really, really solid three in defender. But they're going to be under a lot of pressure. Like it is, it, that's the Trebojevic edge. And Teddy likes to link up on that side. Like, they're gonna, like they're going to have some problems and they're going to they're gonna break at some point, but it's just a matter of, you know, how badly do they break? Yeah. I was going to bring yeah. that up when you mentioned Capewell as well, because, you know, you could have, oh, you could have possibly theorized some sort of late reshuffle where he gets moved out of the centers. But you look at, I mean, Mulatalo can't play center. Val Holmes probably can't play center. Reese Walsh definitely can't play center. Franco like, Lee can play center. Yeah, but he's not in the he's not in the twenty. Otherwise, that, that would well, be a shout. Just, they should have picked him. Well, what? Well, I mean, and they, I mean, and that is the other change they could Cohen have Hess in the sentence. Imagine Cohen Hess. Believe it or not, in two thousand and nineteen, mm. when the Cowboys of North Queensland travelled to uh, Hunter Stadium to play the Knights on a wet old day at Turton Road, mate. At Turton Road, the wind was coming in from the south, and Cohen Hess was out in the centres. Like it was a, I think Greeny had just had, he had just had enough of him just seagulling out wide. And he said, you know what, bugger it. We'll do the Dave. T- you can play centers. I'd like, at this point, I don't even care. There's two weeks to go. We're not making finals. So sure. Like you could have played Cohen Hess, like would have gone badly for you. But like, yeah, I think if, if you keep Arrow coming off the bench and playing in that middle third and you get Capewell into the second row, that it's that really stiffens your forward pack, but what? Yeah, what does it do to your yeah, to your edge at left center? Exactly. I just pulled that score that, up. That's for the probably benefits. the question that they really didn't have an answer for. For the I benefits think. of our listeners, I just pulled up that game that Harry is referencing: uh, Newcastle forty-two, North Queensland six. So the Cohen has yeah. experiment did not go all that well. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it, it's just weird that they really left themselves with those guys. Like you look at the Blues. 20 right and yeah like campbell graham can play wing or center um appy Corusau could play in the halves if you really needed him to like Fanukin can play middle or if you were desperate he could play on an edge and then on top of that your forwards are a bit more mobile as well and you've got and you've got jack white and you can slot in pretty much anywhere i don't see the same sort of versatility with queensland's bench and with their reserves like you've got mola no, and Moe, who are just middles dave fafita can only really play edge cohen hess yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so that's he. He was that guy, and he yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this is you know, had his body not failed him, so yeah, perhaps people didn't like, realize that's because a, that's a really big key factor that they've missed. They missed in last year's series and, and, and this year's series mm. too. Like, and they're gonna miss it going forward. Even even towards the end when he wasn't that good at the Cowboys for those last couple of seasons, like he was mm. still pretty. He was still good in Origin or every time. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, Blues-wise, is there really... I mean, you talked about the Tuboyevich edge, but is there... Is I mean, the other edge is Latrell Mitchell, so <laughs> oh. they don't really have any weaknesses, do they? Like, especially in that back seven. Honestly, um, when when they were, like, just, like, having a party in game one, my thought was, gee, is this is what it must have been like in, like, my father's generation when Gene Miles and Mal Meninga were in the back line for Queensland in, like, 87, 88, just two enormous centres who the Blues just didn't have an answer. They just, yeah, they just don't have an answer for them. Like, as a combo, like, you had, like, in recent years for Queensland, like you always had Inglis, the the greatest player in state of origin yeah. history. Like, but Justin Hodges was like good, but I don't think we ever saw Justin Hodges' best football at origin. Like Justin Hodges isn't popping up on the other side of the field and combining with Greg Inglis in the ways that Tavoyevich no. is doing with Latrell Mitchell. Great player, no. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that was like it was like um, you know, some Steve Rogers and Mick Cronin shit from the seventies and eighties, you know, like just centers combined, like it just doesn't happen like back that. Back when centers you know? played next to each other, Harry. That was horrid and little. <laughs> and jerseys were cotton and fields were quagmires. Exactly. Um, yeah. and there were none of this interchange bullshit. And if you got concussed, you just kept playing. Yeah, to play on. Exactly. Um you mentioned Nathan Cleary there. This is a great player. I've said he's the MVP of the NRL this year, but he has come under criticism. In, well, not criticism is the whole point. I guess he has had a tendency to not really turn up in these huge games a lot of the time for Penrith and for New South Wales. He was pretty good in game one, but you know, they were running downhill for that whole whole game pretty much. You said he's never won a game at Suncorp. Are you backing him to put together a good game here? I think so. Like I... <laughs> Game two last year, remember he was under, he played awful in game yeah. one. He was under as much pressure last as Nathan and then he's ever game, been under, which like, is, you know, he just absolutely, not much, but still. Mate, he blew, he blew Queensland off the park in that first half in particular. Um, He was, like, I know it was the Latrell and Trebojevic show in game one, but, I mean, and like, he, he was really, really good in that first game too. Yeah, like this is one of those tick the box games for him, right? Like he's yeah, he failed in the grand final last year. You know, he he has won some origin series already. But like this is a all right, like you're expected to win and win well, even if it is at Suncorp Stadium. Like if he's if he's just okay, like it's a bit of a bit of a letdown like for for what the expectation is and for just how dominant he has been in the last 18 months at club football yeah but i i'm expecting him to yeah he should dominate the contest he should absolutely dominate the contest i just can't see a scenario where the blues don't win this comfortably it's not going to be 50 again but no i just you you mentioned how queensland can win but there was a lot of ifs and buts in that. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it, but it seems like... Oh, it, it, mate, it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of ifs, ifs and buts. And I think the thing that's different from Queensland's team in the past and this one is a lot of their former players are being like, yeah, we're in a bit of strife here. Like, normally it's like, mate, Queensland will be right. Queensland will be fine. Queensland always bounce back. But there's a few of the, the former Origin greats going, yeah, I don't know if we've got the answers for the, like for this lot. That's actually a great point. I wonder how much that plays into the confidence of the team and stuff. 
Yeah. And I also think you're like this back line for New South Wales, especially that back five, like that's potentially like in game one, it was just one of the all time, holy shit, this back line is just, that's how the (laughs) game should be played. Yeah. Type of like, oh my God, you know, and that stands up to Gary Belcher, Boosted, you know, Meninga, Gene Miles, you know, Wally Lewis, Alan Langer in the late 80s kind of back lines. Like, it's at that quality. It's the, you know, Queensland back line of of the, you know, of the the dominant era of eight in a row. Like, they have that level of potential. And I think as well, like, everyone says, like, Nathan Cleary is, like, the most valuable player in the competition. You look at how bad Penrith were coming out of yardage in those two games they had without Brian Toto. It's a great like point. He is, he is mate, just killing it for meters. Yeah. He's so far ahead of everybody else. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I mean, he's in like the he's in some huge, huge numbers for me out of the match bets. And honestly, like it's it's not the dumbest so five hard for wingers spend. to get me out of the match though. It's it so is, hard. but it's not the dumbest five dollars to ever spend. It's not, it's not. Um it, nah. I would would you go? I mean, ex- take the halves out of it because Luai and Cleary are, gr- are great, but Thurston and Cronk, they are not. The, I think the one through five for the Blues right now rivals the dynasty teams for Queensland. I think it's as good as any back yeah, line. I think it is. That's ever played Origin. I agree. Now, I, now I didn't see any of the back lines in the 80s. And the no, but just like we that. can only go with yeah. what we've seen. But like, yeah, you know, from got, what I've said, there is, there is as good a back line. You've got. Tedesco, yeah. Slater, I mean, both amazing players, but, you know, yeah. I don't think Slater's that much above Tedesco. you got Toto, yeah. Darius Boyd. That's, I think that's, I think that one goes to I think Toto. the better, I think the better, the better um, comp for Brian Toto is Brent Tate, the workaholic yeah. winger. Yeah. Know? Oh, I was just going through yeah. like the most. Well, there you go. Yeah. Fair, used five fair. guys, but then, and then you have, you know, Inglis and Hodges compared with Turbo and Trell. I mean, that's just four yeah. fantastic players, but you'd. You'd have to say Hodges is probably the worst out of those four players. Yeah, and that's great. Like that's and that's crazy because he's one of the you're best. Really you know, split, you're really split. You're really like outside backs we've had in, in the last twenty yeah. years. But yeah. yeah, it's it's just crazy to me that there's just so much talent in this Blues team right now, and they just be they just took the absolute piss out of them in that yeah. first game. Yeah, that, yeah, they were having a party. Yeah, it was I, yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna say New South Wales. 32 Queensland 12 damn what about you so i actually i have just des- i've decided i put it out there for for people I, d- I do i i dabble in a bit of writing for some um for some online betting plug it plug it <sighs> so betting bettingsite.com.au what we do is you want to put a bet on we'll find you the best the height the best price doesn't matter who, the, irrespective of who the bookie is, whatever your multi you want to put on, they'll get the best price for you. So, I found for thirty seven dollars fifty at Sportsbet, you could get Blues one to twelve. Trebojevic and Latrell Mitchell to both score at any time, and Dane Gagai to score for Queensland at any time at thirty seven dollars. The Blues one to twelve. I'm just I'm I'm banking on the old. State of origin for 40 years has just been this never-ending tussle of there's there's barely ever any points in it, like over the 40-year aggregate scoreline. I'm just banking on a little bit of regressing to the mean there, but like 
hey, I'd put five bucks on it. Yeah. Like Dane Gagai himself at two dollars ninety to score at any time for Queensland that is, at Suncorp Stadium. You said that at, two years ago. Yes. My Unbelievable. God. He would have been a dollar twenty two years ago. Like this, the whole betting market for this game is just wild. Like a two leg multi of New South Wales thirteen plus and James Tedesco um, score a try. Three dollars ten. Seems like, seems like it, it just like, seems like, like, it, like it just seems like someone's going to add a car this and fuck everyone's multis like that. Storm yes, Tigers game. Yeah, still the most incredible thing ever that add a cars cost so many people so much money. Just hilarious. Yep. Um, well, not him about, personally, but just 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 the weird occurrence that he didn't score in a thirteen yeah, try. Yeah. So role. what's your uh, what's your prediction? Total. Oh, I. Th- <laughs> I think New South Wales win 28-16. Yep. Okay. So, like something it. in that range. Yeah. Um, I messaged Mitch. He said, Blues 70, Paul Green 0, State of Queensland, borders shut by full time. Fuck, that's bleak. He's in a bad place. Uh- <laughs> Is it? Jeez. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I know. I mean, Paul Green was a weird coaching choice and everything like that, but... Yeah, like, can they sack him after two games? No, but they might not give him another year, which would be unheard of. Does oh, that ever happen in Origin? That like one even year Bellamy, and year Ricky, out. and so they all got multiple years. Like, no one just goes just one year unless it's volunteer. Bellamy got like, three. Is that like that was like the Fatty was thing. one year, wasn't he in '95? But that was just nah, Fatty coached coach more than in, one year. Yeah, he okay. he coached '96 cool. and '97 as well, I believe. Jeez. Jesus, sorry, Fatty. Yeah. Sorry. Mate, right. uh, that, I mean, that was the whole Super League thing. Yeah, that's you know? what I'm saying. I was like, extenuating yeah. second. Like, he, like he Bennett, like Wayne Bennett like... wasn't available, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. That was our origin preview. Uh, Harry, uh, anything I should want to promote before we get out of here? Uh, mate, I've got nothing to promote these days. I'm just You're doing great. Killing spiders and <laughs> tracking termites. It's not a metaphor. Uh, and before we go, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash anaerobium rookies if you want to become a patron, you get uh, merchandise, access to our Discord server, entry into next year's Coltrane Cup tipping competition, which will have grand final tickets and other prizes um, as well. Uh, and so uh, I'd like to give a thank you to Chris Avnell, Dave, Carlo Tyson, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Alex Sergicomi, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Big Chief 69, Blake Moretti, Blame Hard, Butsy, Cam Bezwick, Chris Slade, CTO, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Harvey G, Jace G, Jack Snape, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo, 98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Maddie McPhee, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, My Ding Dong is Hard and I Am Sad, Never Trendy, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, The Not So Mature Age Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, Turbo's Heroes, and Warwick Ahern. Thank you so much for your support. And everyone in the lower tiers and everyone who just listens, thank you for your support as well. Harry, I usually ask Mitch this, but he's not here. Uh, how's your ding dong? And are you sad? Uh, ding dong, fine. A little sad. No. All right. But don't no, be too sad because there's, there's, uh, you know, there's a state of game on three minutes. Here. So you know, I still like my Friday night games, but we've got women's origin to watch. In that's three minutes. Cool. So we got to get out of here. All right. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you after origin. Say goodbye, Harry. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me.